everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I am so excited about today's podcast. Now, I say that every week, but it's still true because this is kind of my uh, concept <laughs> to do for the podcast. And I think it's going to be really fun. And we are doing the first ever Homeworkies podcast pitch session. This is going to be great. I'll explain more about what that is in a second. But I have joining me, Caroline is here. Hey. Yes, and Casey's here. Hello, everyone. Yay. I am back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that I have done twice over on my other podcast with Disney as the topic as opposed to Hallmark. And it was really fun and it really worked well there. And so I've wanted to do it for a long time here. And what it is, is you have, we have three people, obviously, that are each giving a pitch for an idea for a movie. And you want to, to include whatever aspects you think will help sell anybody listening and the fellow participants on the idea of your movie. So whether it's the casting, whether it's the season it will be in, whether it's the writer that you would think would be great just the plot alone, all of that fun stuff. Whatever you think will tip tip your hand to your, get people to sell and, and sign on for your pitch. And uh, we did it over on my channel. We did it with Disney and animation. And then we also did it with live action Disney. So it was really fun. And we were gonna do three rounds where we will each give our pitches and uh, then we each can vote for one of the we can't vote for for our own so you have to vote for one of the other pitches and whoever gets the most votes will win the round and will be the kind of accepted pitch then at the end we will have all three winners and hopefully be able to pick uh the best pitch of the whole night and uh <laughs> so it should be pretty fun we have in case there's a tiebreaker a need for a tiebreaker where we each vote for somebody different so there's no winner in the round then we have amber on standby <laughs> that she will be ready to break the tie if we are if it's needed so all that's the many rules but it's gonna be really fun and i'm excited <laughs> did, did you guys have fun writing your pitches yes hopefully yes <laughs> yeah i did it got Good. kind of hard though I was uh, like, yeah what hasn't been done <laughs> yeah. it does kind of give you a little bit more kind of respect for for what people like nina and you know some of the other people are doing when they, when they have to come up with these ideas it's pretty pretty hard <laughs> so uh, but i love i don't know i just something about it i i, I really i really enjoy doing this so uh, let us know as you're listening let us know what you think and what you would pick and uh on twitter or in the comments whatever we would really love to hear it would be a lot of fun all right let's get started for round one very exciting all right so i really tried in my pitches to try to do something a little bit new a little fresh and but that i didn't think was like so out of the realm that they would never they would never do it and so my first pitch I would call, I don't really have a great name for it yet, but something like the Happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> because we, we think we're always trying to get more festivals and more things to celebrate, right? Mm -hmm. And here you have, 
this whole culture that has this incredible festival <laughs> that has so many new like and, and it's so i think feel like it would be really cinematic because they have all those lanterns and they have all the the um, the food would be very cinematic i just think it would be a really fun setting so here's my little plot synopsis so i have dean is a workaholic who never takes a break for any holidays or to spend time with family one day he gets told by his boss that he must take some time off because he's accrued too much pto or personal time off he is then pushed by his mother to come home where she pushes him further into planning the chinese new year celebration at the local community center and he gets paired with his old flame patricia and <laughs> sparks fly what do you do i mean it's a fairly standard story but i think there'd be enough new in the setting and the celebration and in everything that it would be cute and fun and uh so i have long wanted cardi wong and lara miata to do a movie together i think they would have so much chemistry together i mean the only thing a little bit tricky is that lara miata is half japanese so i don't know if people would worry about that you know because it's not chinese but but anyway if if that was fine then i think they would be so cute together and i think they've done the time <laughs> they deserve it um and I, I think you could have this whole thing because chinese new year is on january 25th so you could do this earlier so so it would be one of the first winter fest movies of the season because usually that's somewhat new year's you know traditional new year's kind of theme but you could make it a little different you could have it set in a city like saint paul which has more asian americans than african americans like it's a big big minority population in that part of the world so you could and that is very snowy so it would work <laughs> perfectly um and uh and then uh i don't know a whole lot of asian writers directors so the best i could come up with and i'm gonna butcher her name and i apologize um is uh, if you could get Nahanchka Khan, who directed and wrote a bunch of a bunch of episodes of Fresh Off the Boat and Always Be My Maybe for Netflix, which was such a cute romantic comedy, she would be really funny. So that's my pitch. Happy Chinese New Year. Cute. All right. Uh, I'm thinking that. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we, do we comment or is that going to spoil? Yeah, no, you can comment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can comment or if you have any follow-up questions or whatever. So I'm all about Chinese New Year. I am one-fourth Chinese, so Ooh. that's a thing. Um, <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately, I don't know a lot about my Chinese heritage because my grandfather died when I was negative 30, so uh, a <laughs> long time ago. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be so fun for them to do a um, New Year's, uh, Chinese New Year yeah. thing, I, especially with, you know, trying to push out the diversity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, and it wouldn't be like too much of a party planning movie. It, it would just be like a little bit of a party planning movie. And uh, I just, I think it would be sort of fresh and fun and, you know, more diversity is always a good thing. And Hallmark yeah. does the festivals really well, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So, I was pretty excited about this one. I'm so, also giving Cardi a uh, yes. lead role, so yes. Yeah, right? 
I think he's earned it. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would be really fun. He would be really fun. And I, uh, you could have Nelson Wong take a break from Ron Oliver for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he could be on it. And that there would be you fun. go. <laughs> uh, so that was my first idea I was pretty excited about. So Caroline, let's hear your first pitch. Okay. It is a mystery movie Ooh. and it star it stars Chris McNally and um Julie Gonzago and they're both detectives and they're tasked to figure out a cold case. Like it, it's been like 20 years and they've got to figure it out and they butt heads like Chris is more of the laid back detective and like le- takes where the leads take them and stuff and but Julie wants to get it done quick and they kind of butt heads along the way but then they slowly like the sparks start to fly and so I would, say Craig Wyman writes it oh good one mm-hmm. where would you have it set at do you do you know like San Diego or like San Francisco, like a big city. Yeah. Would this be a continuing series or just a one-time? I say continuing series because there are a lot of cold cases. So yeah. they eat, like each episode, they get a new cold case and th- that was they, kind of, they figure that was, it out. That was kind of what we thought we were going to get with Chronicle Mysteries and uh-huh. they didn't really deliver. They were having yeah. cases and stuff like that. Uh, I think it would be fun. So it was Chris McNally and Julie Gonzalez. Yes. That's a pretty good match. They've already been good together in the past. And can you imagine like Chris being mm-hmm. like the laid back detective? Like I think that yeah. would be so fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hmm. And they seem like they, yeah, I think they would do do well together. And I mean, he does already have a current series. I mean, but I guess so does um, Candace. And mm-hmm. She does both interesting yeah and they, could, like, they could do like maybe not like as many as like aurora teagorn they could do like maybe like three at a time uh-huh. like, maybe do two right and then see how it goes but then like uh-huh. when because our heart won't be like it won't have to interfere with that yeah but yeah what do you think of that casey i love a good mystery and i love the idea of chris and julie together uh-huh. yeah um so and cold cases are I always like just fall into the rabbit hole of cold cases. I think that would be awesome. I, I do love the fact that Hallmark is um, like really pushing the mysteries. It's been mm-hmm. some of our favorites. Yeah. This year, spoiler alert <laughs> to podcast, but I, I've liked the mysteries way more than the regular rom-coms. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been interesting. So, Spoiler yeah. alert, my husband has been watching The Mysteries with me. And oh, really? he, oh. He has, wait, can we poke fun at some things? Like, there's a few moments in Gourmet Detective that we both kind of just chuckled because it was kind of yeah. ridiculous. But it made us both laugh, and we both really enjoyed that. So I'm like, okay, uh-huh. yeah. you can come into the fold. <laughs> yeah, no, well, they've, just, they've had a little bit more energy to them where I feel yeah. like some of the rom-coms have been a little boring to be honest this year uh haven't been my favorite uh whereas i don't know i just feel like they've been a little more fun the mm-hmm. mysteries i think yeah, as they, cool. yeah. i think yeah, so too we do all right casey let's hear your first pitch okay so spoiler alert <laughs> i actually have two christmas ones but yeah. my non-christmas one i want to save for the next round okay 
So this is my this is my first Christmas one, which does not count for the actual Christmas, Christmas round. round. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is a Christmas lights competition in the deep south because that's where I'm at. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, basically lower Alabama in the backwoods. Um and it's a TV show style competition. So kind of like flip that romance and all those like yeah. fake bachelor bachelorette movies that they've done on Hallmark lately. Yeah. So it's like the TV show style. Four families go against each other, but we really focus in on two. And the two families have a son and daughter who have been enemies since birth. And the families have not always been well kind to each other <laughs> and it's just a bunch of family shenanigans trying to outdo another family um so christmas lights it's a have y'all ever been to those like christmas drive throughs where they have all the lights and you just like drive through and it's you know they yeah. have the music and stuff yeah. and you can go through like miles and miles of that that's what i'm talking about when i say christmas lights competition so basically they all try to outdo one another and chaos ensues. Um, I was thinking for this one, maybe having Eva Bourne and Aaron Buckles do a movie. Oh, I thought that would, that be, would super be fun. fun. Um, especially because, I mean, this is the year of Team Classy. And I think it'd be fun to take them out of 1917 and bring yeah. them into 2020 together. There you um, go. Also, a little plot twist. <laughs> me. They don't actually fall in love, but they do have the lingering looks. Setting them up oh. for a second movie, possibly. Bold choice. So they never, like, they're not going to kiss. They're not going to. No, we'll, we'll see some other romances in there. But um, the main ones won't actually, we'll see the lingering looks. Like, the goal is for there to want some more and see how, where it goes. Yeah. I'm thinking this oh. is part one of three and I don't know what two and three would be but that's a yeah and the wedding march didn't do that yeah yeah that's what I'm saying like if you're gonna do a series you can't have them like fall in love in the first movie you gotta have them like really earn it in Mm -hmm. the second movie they can really fall in love and the third one they can get married at the end um and then I was thinking Nina could write this because she does the banter really well so yeah that was my bitch. She would be good. You could have Topher write it too because he is dreaming of writing one where they don't fall in love. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> he told us that in his last interview. It's like someday. Uh, so you wouldn't have it with snow? No, it wouldn't be with snow. She also makes it different because oh. listen, the South does Christmas as well as, you know, Franklin, Tennessee, and New York City, and Washington. Yeah. Like, we do, we do Christmas pretty good here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the light fight. What do you call it? The light fight. Oh, oh yeah. The title. Title. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that would be, that could be really funny. It, yes. You know, shenanigans, and somebody, like, plasters lights all, like, it could be, like, the Griswolds or something. Yeah, that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. I mean, it kind of reminds me, when you were talking, it kind of reminded me of, uh, um, shoot, uh, Check Into Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, from yeah, this yeah. last year, you know, because there's the feuding families and the you know the kids fall in love and all that kind of stuff and uh yeah 
who would be the parents for for them, Casey? Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's a good question. I feel like Sorry. that's an important thing. Um, okay, so y'all know I love some Steve Basic, and he was already yes. Eva Bourne's father in the Grudge Sale Mysteries, and obviously they're not oh. doing that anymore. So you know what? It could be Steve Basic and Lori Lachlan's friends. Oh, Sarah, yeah. Sarah, yeah. Sarah, yeah. Sarah, yeah. Yes. That yeah, would be yeah. the best. Those Bad. two. They can be Eva's parents. And then, what's his name? Is it Kevin O'Grady? Kevin O'Grady. And he, yes. can be the, he can be Aaron Buckle's dad. And Probably then perfect. We'll figure out a mom. <laughs> <laughs> it could be lesser known. It could be one yeah. of those, you know, lesser known that comes up to the front. Daryl dies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can take her. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. I would love that. And <laughs> you know what would be really fun is if they could get my long dream. I guess it wouldn't really fit with the South, but my long dream has been to get Fran Drescher in a Hallmark movie. And if you had her be oh, like the yes. mayor, that would be <laughs> hilarious. Yes, yeah. she needs to be in Hallmark movie. Yeah. She would be. She's, she would be the best. Her TV show is not very good right now, so she needs to stop doing that. <laughs> Come on to Hallmark. Come on yeah. to the right side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then also with this pitch, it wouldn't just, I mean, like Christmas lights is the biggest thing, so you do have the Griswold effect, but also like the gigantic inflatable. So, like, one family oh, gets yeah. a 10 foot <laughs> Frosty the Snowman, the other one gets like a 20 foot um, North Pole with Santa on top. So it's just like constant, like back and forth until, yeah. That's funny. I, I followed this couple on Instagram and they were having like a, like a fight like that during Christmas with their neighbors. And it was so funny, like watching them like get bigger inflatables like each week to try to see who would get the, the biggest one. It was so funny. Would there be like a prize to the, to the light fight? So like that would give them sort of motivation. If there was like a, the winner would win, I don't know. Oh, they'd win like, yeah, they would win. Yeah. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. I I like it. And two good pitches. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Which one do I want? It's hard to vote against Christmas, man. I know. Played your hand. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Good job. Especially especially when I'm throwing in Fran Drescher and helping your pitch. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hmm. But I, I do think that that was a very smart matchup with Chris McNally and Julia. Hmm. Do you either of you have have you made your decision? I'm gonna take Casey. I'm sorry, Rachel. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> I love your idea, but the idea of Sarah Strange and, and uh, Steve yes. Basic being the parents for Eva is perfect so yeah good job casey that was gilding the lily there um yeah, yeah. <laughs> casey what about you what would you pick i uh, this is probably slightly biased i really love the new I, I really love mysteries but i do love the idea of um chinese new year just because it has not ever been done before and i'm all about diversity hmm. there you go but i do want to uh, chris mcnally julie gonzalo uh, mystery <coughs> hallmark how <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't want to should we use amber this early on <laughs> um i will go with your christmas pitch casey it is a really good one Yay! Yay! It's a really good one but 
we should still make make the make the Chinese New Year. <laughs> make them all. Really yeah, make them all. <laughs> all right, second round. Here we go. My movie is called The Love Finder. Is the best current title that I could come up with. So, this movie, it's it's basically like a reunion of the whole team for to go all, all the way, which was a movie that I loved on Lifetime last year. It's going to have Sarah Drew, who I adore, Ryan McPartland, who's the best. It's going to be directed and written by Brian Herzlinger and his wife, Megan Herzlinger. Again, yes. everybody from to go all the way. And here we go. Michelle is an adorable disaster of a person. She forgets appointments, can't remember people or directions, and is constantly losing all her possessions. She even loses her car at one point and can't remember where she parked it for multiple days. One day, she loses a special medal her boss gave her that she needs to show at the upcoming company retreat. As she is searching, her friend tells her about a guy who is a professional finder. Whatever you've lost, he will help you find. He takes Michelle's case and he starts to teach her how to be a more organized uh, person. And of course, they fall in love along the way. <laughs> I think yes. that's so cute. Come on yes <laughs> what do you think what do you think casey i think that's super cute and i love the tagline at the very end i also would like to know setting true i was thinking uh some kind of city like probably vancouver as new york <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and uh and so that's part of the reason why she uh is losing stuff all the time because she's in this big country girl in the big city and and can you just see Sarah Drew as an adorable disaster? Yes, I mean, she, yes. Was, she would do it perfectly. Right. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. She was a hot I'm, mess in that mom movie, Mom's yeah. Night Out, right? Right. Yeah. Really see it. Yep. Yeah, and Ryan will be kind of cocky and kind of oh, he he could do that well. Yeah, I, mean, I love Ryan. I love Ryan, but that that would be perfect for perfect yeah. role for him. And I love Sarah Drew and yeah. Ryan, so yes. They had mm -hmm. such good chemistry before. It, it, honestly, you could bring back the entire cast of Twinkle all the way. You could yes. find a way to bring Cleary in. Like, everybody gets to be in <laughs> that whole cast. And, uh, um, <laughs> like, I loved his brother in that movie. He was great. Yes. Everybody was, uh, find find a spot for Leslie Ann Warren. She was great. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But, uh, but everybody um, everybody gets a role yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody kind of works for the company and and uh, you know so there's this big retreat and she's got to find i had a hard time coming up with what is something that she could lose that had to do with work i don't know maybe i might have to keep thinking on that one uh i thought of like a watch that her that's because you know because a lot of companies give watches for if you've been 10 years 20 years or whatever um that mm -hmm. she loses or just some kind of something for the company and that you know her boss would be like how could you lose it you know she could lose her work phone oh yeah well, that could be that could be i mean that's more replaceable than because you can just go to the oh, phone store and just get a new phone what about but, a like, a, like a thumb drive or something that has yeah. like some important like pitch or something and like it's not on the other computer it's only on the flash drive thing yeah because I feel like they have kind of moved away from sort of 
people with weird jobs you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like that would be so fun. And I think you could, you could make it, you really could fit this in, in any time of the year, but it probably would be best for a, a love ever after. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Ooh, love. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We, like, especially with the name, the love finder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that name. I, just, I love the name. Yes. yes. First, I was thinking love detective, and I'm like, no, no. And uh, and so uh, then I was like, love finder. And uh, so I was pretty excited about this one. <laughs> yes. And I don't know. They just, I just would love to see all these people that I loved so much working on Hallmark and <laughs> instead of Lifetime. Come to Hallmark. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, so, Caroline, what's your... Okay. It's a spring movie, and it's called Adventures in Love. The t- title can change. Um, it stars Aaron Krakow, Paul Campbell, and Ava Grace Cooper. Mm. A- and it's written by <laughs> Nina Wyman, okay? Yeah. So, top-notch. Aaron's character is a strict mom who wants to stay on target and get her daughter, you know, through all the things she needs to do. But Paul's character moves in and he's like the adventure dude. Like he just won't just wants to do anything fun. And he tries to get Aaron to loosen up and do more adventurous things. So he takes her rock climbing, zip lining, all this fun, like outdoor adventures, and they fall in love. And Ava Grace Cooper plays Aaron's daughter because everybody needs that. And Ava Grace just falls in love with Paul and wants them to stay together. And Mm. she tries to get them back together after the conflict happens. But I don't know the conflict. Yeah. but It'd be like Miracle on 34th Street, but not during Christmas. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, I do love Aaron and Ava Grace together. I know. They are so cute. Yes. Yeah. Now I was and disappointed I, that they weren't mother daughter in the summer movie. Yeah, oh, I was too. <laughs> so they <laughs> needed too. to be mother daughter for this movie. <laughs> well, and Nina will make will give her some laughs. We'll make her mm-hmm. funny because mm-hmm. that's when Erin is the best, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yes, is when she's allowed to giggle and be a little silly. Yes, um, but and it's I, and yeah. it's set in Florida, so like adventurous mm-hmm. things in Florida. So. There you go. Oh, yes. Lots of adventurous things in Florida, mm-hmm. like amusement parks and the beach and crocodile hunting. <laughs> <laughs> you can have Paul send them crocodile hunting by accident. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> so she, she'd have to have like something that she was doing, like whether she's uh, kind of like Trisha Helfer's character in um, with Paul Campbell. You know, she's kind of the straight laced business lady i can't think of the name all of a sudden mm-hmm. <laughs> i know what you're talking about yeah yeah the one in mexico that would be mm-hmm. that would be fun that would be really fun hmm yeah. interesting all right okay so casey okay you? my next pitch is for hallmark drama i'm gonna disclaim this might be slightly cheating because it's based on a book okay but it's one that I have wanted to be turned into a movie for like ever. And it would be the Rilla of Ingleside movie on Hallmark Drama, directed by Megan Follows, written oh. by Michael Landon and Martha Williamson to collab and write. Michael, oh. Landon, Michael Landon for the history part of it and Martha for the heart part of it because, you know, we all want to cry and stuff. And they could use the Brookfield set and it would be Hallmark Drama. 
Um, Wouldn't this have to be a Hall of Fame? If you- yes, it would have to be a Hall of Fame. And on Hallmark Drama. Because, you know, why have Hallmark Drama if you have no movies on it? And have anybody to watch it. So you need a movie besides, um, you know, cookie Christmas competitions. <laughs> um, okay, so the cast, there's like a hundred people in this movie. So I did not, I didn't pick out actors for all of the kids, just the main ones. But for Rilla, I was thinking Bailey Madison. Oh. And for oh. she would just need to be slightly more redheaded ish. Um, I thought Rilla had black hair. She has auburn hair. Oh. It's very dark auburn hair. And uh, now on the cover, it shows it black, but it's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I've read the book a hundred times. It's been a while since I read yeah. it. <laughs> no, she's got super dark, like dark auburn hair uh-huh. and then she would be um so her love interest is kenneth ford who would be played by mitchell cummins he was gabe on when calls the heart oh yes. uh, yeah so, so this um, would be period a period yes piece. it would be a period piece um for those who've never read real of ingleside one of the better books in anna's green gable series um it's set during world war one and basically all the boys go to war and then the girls stay home. Rilla has a bunch of shenanigans. Like she finds, she ends up accidentally adopting a baby. And, um, you know, she has to grow up very quickly because um, she's kind of flighty and soiled and slightly um, immature. Um, she's also the youngest in the family out of, I think, seven kids. Um, so through the time that she is, you know, she's growing up and she's gone. She's also, spoiler alert, I'm going to let you guys just mute this part for five seconds if you've never seen it because it's very heartbreaking okay okay i'm gonna say it now uh, her brother walter who's much beloved he dies okay you can come back now <laughs> um, so uh, walter i was thinking okay this one was really hard but i was thinking that walter could be played by casey manderson because like that would be super heartbreaking um and then his love interest una um would be played by Cassidy Gifford. Oh. Um, so Cassidy Gifford and Bailey Madison would actually be pretty close friends. And then for Jem Blythe, he's the oldest. I was thinking maybe Kevin McGarry. They'd have to make him look kind of young, Aww. like a lot younger, but I think he could pull off the big brother. Um, and then his love interest is uh, Faith, who would be played by, I was thinking Merritt Patterson. Um, and then as far as Anne and Gilbert, I couldn't think of anybody for Anne because that's a very sacred role. Um, the only person I could think of was Rachel McAdams because she plays, um, Allie really well in the notebook from like a hundred years ago. And she's also redheaded, but I don't really know, um, if that would really fly or if they could just find someone Canadian who's redheaded, who's really good that I don't know. And then for Gilbert... So I've had this thought ever since, like, ever since I watched a certain series, and I was like, oh my gosh, since we can't have Jonathan Crombie, who passed away several years ago, we need a good Gilbert, and I feel like this person would be an amazing Gilbert, because he'd be, like, more stoic, serious, and he's a doctor, um, and he's a dad, but I was thinking Eric Mabius to be Gilbert as Dr. Blythe, because they'd have to age him a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, because he'd have to be... (laughs) the father of kevin mcgarry (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I think Eric Mavius is almost 50. So, I mean, makeup could do wonders. They can make him look pretty old. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have yes. to be that old. They could stretch him to be super, like, 60-ish. And then yeah. Kevin McGarry look like he's at least 25. Uh-huh. You know what I could see if uh, you had someone like Gregory Harrison, who already played a dad so many times before... I, I felt like he was too old, though, because Gilbert is probably about 55 in Rilla of Ingleside. Uh-huh. That was uh, my only thought. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's, it's because I'm getting older, but 55 is pretty young. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not as old as I thought when I was younger. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would do about anything to see this happen. I, I would love to see Hallmark do another period piece. I... Uh, on Hallmark drama, I actually watched a ton of Hallmark drama during the holidays. I usually didn't actually like finish a movie, but I would watch like pieces of it because um, I was too busy. But I loved they showed all of these old, old, old classics like from way. They really did. I loved yeah, it. <laughs> it was great, and they kept showing the uh, the old fashioned Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know that one? I don't think I've seen that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's total period piece and. It's it's really fun and really cute and I was I just wish they would do something like that again or like Sarah playing in tall or oh I'll or the love comes softly love comes yeah. softly um, the ordinary oh magic of ordinary days mm-hmm. yeah I actually really like that one surprisingly and then what was mm-hmm. the other one that I oh the one that had me shooketh <laughs> yeah uh, the middle oh, of the the breath. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yes. They do period pieces very well, like Hallmark. Does, I know. I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of people don't like the later Love Comes Softly, but I I really enjoy the whole series. I, I really love the like whole it. series. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm still I'm still recovering from <laughs> Lily LaHaye's death. It right. Was the, it was the it was the frontier. It was a, <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> he doesn't die in the books. <laughs> It did make me really <laughs> And I think I, I, as, what, when did that come out? 2007, 2008, 17, yeah. 18, high school, almost college. Yeah. I had a huge crush on the dude, too. Like, <laughs> my mom bought the box set of yeah. the first four, and I was like, oh, this is great. Okay, I can get over the fact that it doesn't go, you know, it doesn't follow the books exactly. And then they're like, Lily LaHaye's kid died. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> this is terrible! Had yeah. covered. <laughs> um, but uh, that, was, that was actually how I first discovered Hallmark was through Love Comes Softly. Oh. Yeah, I really in- enjoyed them. But yeah, I would, oh, I would love to have something like this. So, oh, man, you're good at this, Casey. I know. Okay, go, Casey. <laughs> Sign her up, Hallmark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel somebody that you pay for pitches because I mean, we could total, you know, just just a little side yeah. side hustle. Yeah, yeah, for real, <laughs> we really could. <laughs> um I, I mean i just feel like look at the list and the viewers they get for when calls the heart i just have to believe if they did something like this it would be really popular it really would mm-hmm. and and i think the like crossover between when calls the heart and Andy Gray gables is like the same like there's mm-hmm. no, yeah like, this is the same audience yeah so people i think people would love it yeah and actually it's been, it's been, 
follows, directs uh, When Hope Calls. She does, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. And, and I feel I, like having someone cause the heart actors a part of it would would be really smart. So like Kevin McGarry, like that would be really, really smart to have mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. on to help yeah. get the viewers. Yeah. Oh man. Casey. Oh, very good. That's very good. <laughs> um all right. Casey, which one do you pick up between me and Caroline? I would have to go with I I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Caroline because you know I'm an Aaron Craco gal too. Um Yay. and I love, love, love Ava Grace Cooper. She is just such a darling. Yes. And also Paul Campbell. I can't forget because he'll probably listen to this and be like <laughs> at me and be like, dude. <laughs> what a where's I? the love? Uh. <laughs> All yeah, right, Caroline, what would you pick? I'm sorry, Rachel, but I'll pick Casey again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unbeatable. I can't hold a candle to bringing back Anna Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. They've done so many renditions of Anne, and I, I love Anne. You guys all know that. But, I mean, there are other books in the series, and Real yeah. Life is such an underrated book. It mm-hmm. needs to be a movie. Yeah. Well, and it we really does suffer through Anne with an E, so <laughs> we deserved <laughs> and Gables. Uh, all right, we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. There, good folks over at Care of, they've been such a great sponsor for us. And right now, you can get 50% off your first Care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. And uh, what's so great about Care of is they really try to personalize your vitamin routine to help sure, make sure you're getting exactly what you need for you in your life. Uh, it's not a one, uh, one pill takes covers all kind of solution. Uh, you go on and you take a quiz and you have uh, different questions and uh, it really helps you kind of figure out what are your um, biggest concerns uh, at uh, to stay at the top of your health. And uh, I think that really helps a lot. Uh, they also have protein powders that people enjoy a lot uh, that are smooth and uh, don't have that chalky taste that you see a lot in protein powders. And you can have them come uh, on a subscription basis or you can have it come you know, whenever you want. And, uh, and then you also get the vitamins in individualized uh, little packets uh, so that you can easily take them with you when you're traveling. You can have them in your purse. It's really nice that way. Uh, the individual eco-friendly packs are made of compostable films and there's tons of info on how to compost them at the Care of site. Uh, they also are made with real ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt that's in the protein powders. And so it's really a high quality product. Uh, they try to individualize it as much as possible. And it's just a great way right now. We're all trying to get in better health uh, for 2020. And it's a great way that you can do it. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. Okay, so this last round is the Christmas round. So here we go. Mine is called the Overgifter. And it scars Debs Howard, who I think would be so good in a Hallmark leading role. She's so cute, bubbly, fun, 
and uh, I think she's done her time. She deserves it. Uh, and Kevin McGarry. I think, oh. they would, I think they would go really well together. They'd be really cute. He's the king of Christmas. Perfect. Yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> go, Kevin. <laughs> yes. So Courtney loves giving gifts, especially Christmas. She gives gifts to everyone. The mailman, the barista who gets her coffee in the morning, everyone she works with. It's a huge thing for her. Well, one year before Christmas, she gets fired and finds out she is in a ton of debt. She makes a promise to her BFF, who is secretly in love with her, which I love oh. that whole trope, that she won't get any gifts for anyone at Christmas. And she's going cold turkey. This is everything. So can she keep her promise and find out that Christmas is more than gifts, but about the people in your life and telling them you love them? in other ways or will she fall to her shopaholic over gifting tendencies so Ooh. i would have julie sherman wolf write this i think she's the perfect choice she'd make it funny she would uh she she would have good banter uh she'd make you laugh uh, and then i think director david weaver who Ooh. i would have on he did it's beginning to look a lot like christmas last year which i thought was hilarious and really well done and then he also did christmas town last year which was my favorite of the whole year of the whole christmas season a hallmark and i so he can do the sentimental the sweet you know moments too that will require and do the funny uh mm -hmm. he, he also did a christmas to remember which is a fan favorite with cameron matheson and Mary savino and uh i don't know i just think it would be really cute and it would really get to the core uh, of christmas as opposed to other movies where you could really have them set at any time of the year mm -hmm. uh, and you know they're just like a rom-com which is fine but i think that this would really get to the core of gift giving at christmas and what makes christmas special and uh, i think it would be fun I, I really want Debs to be in a lead role, so I'm, yes. I'm all for that. Yeah, she's so cute. Yeah, yeah she is. She's adorable. Adorable. Yeah. And I don't know, I just think she's, I'm surprised they haven't done it yet because she's just, she seems so perfect for that kind of, she just has that energy, I feel like. So, uh -huh. And I feel like her and Kevin would have good chemistry. What's like, what, like, city or like town did you say? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is just kind of maybe have it in like Portland. This is mm -hmm. kind of generic. I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't really think of the town to be honest, but I guess you'd want some place that it, there's some, maybe Chicago. They do a lot of, <laughs> they do a lot of Vancouver, Chicago. So maybe you can have <laughs> kind of similar to like Miss Christmas or something kind of mm -hmm. bad. You'd have it on the regular Hallmark channel, not the Hallmark movies and mysteries. Mm -hmm. yeah. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. So, all right. Let's hear Casey's brilliant pitch. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine is a Filipino Christmas because I'm Filipino uh -huh. and I'm all about diversity because I'm Filipino. So there's a thing. Um, so basically the main girl who has not been named has defied all the stereotypes. She's not a nurse. She's not a lawyer. She's not a doctor. She's not an engineer. If you don't, if you don't yeah. hang out with Filipinos, they're very high on the education and stuff. Um, she's actually an artist, and because she has kind of defied all the stereotypes, 
she has a huge family. She moved away a long time ago. So um, her family is out in California. She moves to the East Coast. She's living her life. She doesn't really get home very often. However, this particular Christmas, her mom insists that she comes home for Christmas. And she's arguing back and forth. Her mom's like, listen, we haven't seen you in like several years. I know FaceTime's all great. I know you're super busy, but you need to come home. We'll even pay for your plane ticket. Actually, here, it's booked right now. Yeah. Um, so she flies home and she gets home and she's met with all of her aunts and uncles and cousins. And it's a big to do because she hasn't been home in you know forever, at least for a long period of time. And her aunts start talking about this boy that is also Filipino, that is like the golden child of you know their community. He's a doctor and he's living his best life and everything, but he's still single. And this girl is in her thirties and she's still single and all the aunties want to know why. And <laughs> they try to hook them up together and she's all like, no, 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 no. Um, so in the meantime, she finds out the reason why her mom wanted her home is because her grandma, her Lola was, is very sick. And, um, the main girl feels a lot of guilt that she hasn't been home in years and feels guilty that she didn't spend as much time with her grandma, despite her grandma being, the, being one of the only people to tell her to go for her dreams and defy being a nurse and, you know, be an artist, you know, use your talent. Um, so main girl and doctor begin spending a lot of time together, thanks to Lola being in and out of the hospital. She starts to see him in a different light. And then miracles happen and because it's Christmas and Lola is well enough to come home for Christmas dinner because she had a stint in the hospital and that's like the oh, crying happiness <laughs> over there. Um, and then she realizes that she and her long time, long time ago friend, the doctor are in love. And then they do have an epilogue. So then we fast forward, we find out that the grandma actually did pass away but main girl and doctor are about to get engaged. She proposes and then they're super excited. So they go home and he obviously told all their families. And so you have like a hundred Filipinos in this house waiting for them to come in. Um, and then chaos ensues and all the aunts start planning their wedding like in front of them. And then the families are like arguing back and forth um, with each other. And they just, the girl and the doctor look at each other and then they like make a run for the door and and scene so that's mm -hmm. them up for the filipino hallmark version of my big fat greek wedding which is yes. that i love so that would be a june <laughs> that could be the sequel yes yeah <laughs> um <laughs> as far as the actors i put down i he, you know he's not filipino but cardi wong needs to be the main doctor because we love cardi wong and i feel like he could pull off being a Filipino because Filipinos are very like diverse in their look uh -huh. um, also I don't know who the main girl would be obviously well, she has to be Asian well I have two suggestions for you that I know are Filipino first oh. you could do Vanessa Lachey she's Filipino Vanessa yeah. Lachey Nikisha's yes. wife yes and oh. second you could do Donna Benedicto who yes. is hilarious and the best oh yeah oh, okay hold on what was she in that name is familiar donna benedicto yeah she she's been uh in supporting roles in a bunch of things uh she was um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay she was the best interview that one of the best ever that i've ever had she was 
absolutely hilarious. I loved her so much. Oh, okay. So, yeah. She was just in um, the... Uh, Matching Hearts? Matching Hearts. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she's... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know who... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 She would okay. be really fun in that role. Okay, I, I choose this girl. <laughs> yeah. She looks like she could pass for my cousin. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also want um, Crystal Lowe to be main girl's sister or friend or something. Yeah. Just because I know from listening to her interview, she's mentioned that like, whenever she auditions, she always has a hard time with not being quote unquote Asian enough. But I'm like, girl, I see your Asian-ness. Mm. <laughs> like, oh. You know? So I think it'd be awesome for her to play that side as opposed to, you know, mm. predominantly American. Yeah. Um, and then this is only a person that you would know if you know a lot of Filipinos who talk about this girl. She's a comedian. Her name is Christine Gambito. You can look her up on uh-huh. YouTube. She's hilarious to me because I relate so much to her jokes about Filipinos. Um, but she needs to be one of the crazy aunts. Okay. She needs to make an appearance. So. Yeah. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. That is, I love that idea. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, Caroline, let's, okay. let's hear uh, your it's, idea. It's a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and it okay. stars Ashley Williams, Chris Palaha, and it's written by Sarah Montana, because she is one of the best, yeah. and she does emotional well. Mm-hmm. Ashley is a teacher and a single mom, and she meets Palaha, whose son is in her class, and he's also a single father. And their sons become best friends, and they want their parents to get together. But they've both lost their spouses several years before. Ashley's husband died in the military, and Chris's wife in a car accident, and they both struggle to move on. And they kind of like, they kind of like start talking about how they let their like children know about their like parent and how to move on from loss. But then they they get scared and they like don't talk to each other because they start having feelings for each other mm-hmm. and they don't want to forget their you know loved one, and then they finally realize that they're perfect for each other and that they'll help the other person remember their spouse so they can talk to their kids about it later on, and okay. in scene. Who's the guy? Palaha. The- oh, Chris Palaha. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good cast. And the kids are Brendan Sutherland. He was um, Jen Lilly's son in her fall movie. Oh, yeah. And Liam Hughes. Oh. I get them I confused that, a lot. They could almost play. They could, yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. They're really good. But they're both so cute. Yeah. And they both, really and, cute. and they have brown hair. So mm. that's why I picked them. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. And they're in a set in like a small military town, like maybe like in like South Carolina, North Carolina. So it's a, in a military town, but it's not about military, if that makes okay. sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, All right. So Casey, out of the two, which one would you pick? Oh, this is so hard. Um, comedy um, or drama? Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i love both i love a good cry and i love a good comedy i love you know just shenanigans and stuff um i don't know are we allowed to pull an amber fur around 
Uh, yeah, we could if we want to send each send these to Amber. Um, <laughs> she can decide if you want. Um, I, yeah, I I think I'm leaning towards drama. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, like it's a book. Very I, good. I do love um, I do love the the widow thing. Um, I don't know why I think it's because sometimes I need a good cry, and yes. I love the military back like the setting of it not being a military movie, um, but in a military town. And you said Sarah Montana. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she was my favorite last year. <laughs> yeah, she she's amazing. All right, Caroline, what about you? Which would you pick? I pick Rachel's movie just because I love yes. Debs and Kevin, and it'll be just be so cute. All right, so I get to decide, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think we may need to use Amber because I was definitely I'm I'm all for the Filipino, especially if you get Donna to do it because <laughs> I love her so much. Um, all right, so let's. Do you guys each have it? You can just copy and paste it and send it to send it yep, to Amber. I do. Let's do it. All right, so we have. Our decision from Amber, her favorite of the three, and she has chosen Casey's pitch. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so the Filipino movie is going to happen. Very exciting. So Casey just crushed it in this game. Amazing. <laughs> She's the queen of pitches. Incredible. So, uh, so yeah, uh, so let's see our three winning pitches. We had the big fat Filipino Christmas, <laughs> and then we had the twinkle, the light, light fight. Yes. Yes. And then the Rilla of Eagle side. The Hallmark Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hallmark Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so of those three, uh, <laughs> Caroline, which would you pick if you had to green light one of them? the hall the hall of fame with you know the anna green gate whatever the that one yeah the real of Eagle slide yes it's really hard to not pick that one i mean come on so i agree <laughs> pick that one very good uh, and uh casey i of all of the ones that that we did if you had to pick one that which one would you green light um Okay, I'm gonna need a quick re not recap, but <laughs> so I had uh, the the love uh, the love finder, I had the overgifter, and I had the Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. And, and I then, had, uh, yeah, I on. had Chris McNally and Julie Gonzago in the mystery about the detectives, Aaron Craco and Paul Campbell in the adventure, falling in love with Ava Grace Cooper, and. Ashley, Chris, doing the Christmas and spouses, you know, single parents. Okay. Um, I love all of them. They're all really fun. Uh, I think the most unique one is the the Chinese New Year one hey. because that that one's just not one that's been done. It's not a holiday that's been ever mentioned or celebrated or anything. And diversity. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would love to see that come to fruition. I think it'd be so fun. Especially yes. with parades and everything. Yeah. Well, there we go. We did it. This is so Yay. fun. Yay. 
And so let us know what you think, what you would pick of the different pitches. And also if you're Hallmark, give us a call. We're ready to go. <laughs> yes. Nina, Julie, Topher, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got jobs waiting for you. <laughs> Michelle Vickery, if you're looking for ideas, this is a treasure trove. This is a gift to you from yes. us Hallmark fans. So <laughs> this is really fun. We'll definitely have to try to do this again. And uh, so let us know what you think. And <laughs> and Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. Great. And Caroline? You can find me on at Twitter at Nita Caroline R. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. I do weekly family movie night reviews. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And then also make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out a lot. And if you were listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And uh, consider becoming one of our patrons. It helps us out so much and means so much to us. We really appreciate it. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of Hardee's and Hallmark-inspired uh, designs that's, that are a lot of fun. So check that out. All that information will be in the description section. So Thanks again, ladies. This was really fun. And uh, we will talk again soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.